we're going to switch to basketball. I think Mick Hubert and Mark Wise did a game or two together. So let's bring Mark in now uh, and talk about his time <clears throat> with Mick. I can clear my throat. Mark, welcome. The floor is yours, my friend. <laughs> well, thanks, Steve. Um, you know, when, when I think about our years together, I, I, I can't match Nick Belmonte in terms of years, but I think I did more events with Mick over our 20-plus years. And I got to thinking about it today, so I looked some things up. I think we covered 31 states plus uh, Washington, D.C. and the Bahamas. Uh, we were in, lucky enough to be included in 17 NCAA tournaments and 55 NCAA tournament games together. But when I think of Mick Hubert as a play-by-play, uh, my partner, I, actually I was his partner, um, you know, a couple of things come to mind. And, and Mick, when I, when I think about our time together, I, I think first is sustained excellence. Uh, I, to do it at the level that you have done it for 33 years, it, it wasn't like I read about it somewhere. I lived it. I, I think about your preparation, and I've witnessed it firsthand. you got to remember that I would catch basketball would catch Mick in the overlap on the front end, football and basketball, and the overlap on the back end, basketball and baseball. But I always, he was never, ever not prepared to the nth degree, his preparation second to none. So I didn't read about that either. I loved it. And then lastly, I, I think you were talking about, Mick, earlier in the hour, your relationship with the fans. And I don't care if we were in Auburn, Alabama, or we were in an NCAA tournament game in Des Moines, Iowa, or out at the PK-80 in, in, in Portland, Mick always had time for fans. And, and to watch the, the love affair between the voice of the Gators, Mick Hubert, and the Gator Nation, again, I, I didn't read about it. I lived it. I watched it. Mick always had time for fans. I never saw him turn down an autograph, never saw him turn down a picture opportunity. So for all those things professionally, I thank Mick Hubert for guiding me along the way. But the one that means the most to me is the year I was sick, and that has turned out to be now 15 years ago. But Steve Russell knows that the role that he played uh, in terms of my recovery, but Mick Hubert and, and Steve Woodard were part of my village, and I didn't know if I could get through the year. I didn't even know if I could start the year. Uh, you're, you're taking care of me uh, that year. Um, I can't put into words. I cannot thank you enough, and I don't know, Mick, I, I don't, I'm not privy to – I don't know what the Hall of Fame, the, the University of Florida Hall of Fame, I don't know what the protocols are, but here's a suggestion for whoever might be listening. <laughs> Throw them out. Throw them out. He does, this, this guy, Mick Hubert, doesn't have to wait to get in the Hall of Fame. Put him in right now. So, Mick, for all of that, um, I, I'm most grateful for our time together. Mark, thank you so much, and uh, you you are you are right uh, on target. The way you can deliver things and the way you can read other people's copy, uh, you read that just the way I wrote it, and 
and that's why that's why you're the best. Mark, Mark, really, you you are the very best. And when you know we came on and we we we, we found out how to work with one another, and I I don't mean that as a mystery. It's just that uh, you know basketball has a different rhythm than baseball. It has a different rhythm right. than football, and it's fast. And uh, and Mark knows so much, and he's so good, and and that's why he's excelling now on ESPN because that's a medium built for the analyst for TV, whereas Mark had to find his way to get in on the radio because Mick's hogging the microphone talking all the time because he had to paint those pictures. But we had a great relationship, and Mark was so good and so thorough. He talks about my preparation, but Mark had his own preparation, and that's why that's why I say don't don't. I tell people, don't copy mine. Find out your own way to do it, and then and then try and get better doing your own preparation and craft it. And Mark did that, and Mark was always very prepared, and it was it was so fun. And like he talked, but we we also got to call winning games and championship games, and it was it was great. The time went by, and I knew I knew Mark was was on borrowed time working with me because he was going to be destined to go do more and more television, and that's what he did. I'm so happy for him to get to do that, Mark, and all that. But I, at the same time, I miss that. I, I, man, it's it's tough because it's he's, he's so good. You can't you can get someone to come in to do the job, but you're never going to replace that that expert analysis. And that's what was that was what was fun. We had that for well over 20 years. And uh, man, I'm just so blessed to be able to to be able to do that and and and, and do those things. And, and and going back to your illness, I remember one thing I told you, Mark. I said, Mark, you got where's your water? Bring your water. You gotta have water. You gotta keep drinking that water. You know those those, those soft drinks are fine, but that's not what you want on your throat. You want that water. <laughs> you just keep that throat moist. You know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we were we were very fortunate, and um, but I'm not gonna. I, I, at some point in time, I'm not gonna remember Mike Miller's shot against Butler or Chandler Parsons' shot against NC State. I'm going to remember all the giggles on the bus ride. I'm, I'm, a, I'm going to remember us getting sitting next to each other on a plane and just start laughing at something that one of us said. And you just can't, you know, you can't put a price on that. The Joe Kim Noah interview, the, the Walter Hodge interview that I cannot repeat on this program, uh, where, where I was the last one to figure out what was going on. So, I, I again, there was a night. I'm gonna tell a really quick story. Okay. Mick, try not to laugh, but I almost <laughs> got us killed one night because Mick and I did a women's game at Mississippi State, Florida, Mississippi State. This is way back when, and I'm driving the rental car, which is mistake number one, and we're flying back with the women's team on their plane out of the private airfield in Starkville or wherever it is. It's in it's in the middle of nowhere. It's dark. You can't see anything. And I turned down the wrong road. I decide just to view it because I just think this is a road and I'm just going to pull a U-turn. There's nobody around. And I just didn't see the island that I just absolutely crushed. <laughs> and we didn't think I, – I didn't know if the car was going to be returnable. It, it seems to me like it should have been in about eight pieces. But those are the right. memories I'm going to remember. I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah, and that's when you said, Mick, I don't have a very good sense of direction. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that they learned. I will tell you, Steve, that uh, over the years, it didn't take many years, but Mick and everybody, they learned not to 
not to trust me with directions. The only thing I know about north is that's the direction I'm looking in. So, um, but Mick, uh -oh. for you, for your, for Judy, I'm so happy for both of you. Uh, the, everybody, everybody wants to go out on top, but I'm not sure everybody understands when uh, it's time to go out on top. And it seems to me like that you have picked the perfect timing because you are on top of your game. Mark, thank you. Thank you. That's very, very kind of you. And uh, I love you to death on, on that. And uh, we've had great times. And I'll never forget. I'll never forget them. And they'll be with me forever. So thank you, Mark Wise. Mark, thanks, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, Steve. Okay, Mark.